I legit almost fell. The chair started going and I went, this is not funny. This would not be funny. Oh, man. How's it going, Felicia? Oh, it's so going so good. We've got this beautiful new theme song by the ever talented Jesse Stillwell. And off the top, I will say I love it. So Jesse can't accuse me of hating it. <laughs> no, we love this theme. Although, Heck and yeah. Jesse, this is just what Felicia told me. She did say she absolutely fucking hated this one. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> she looked, me, looked me dead in the eyes and she said, I, I hate that he made this. That's, That's what she a said. Lie. That's a vicious and brutal lie. And I would never. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, of course not. We love Jesse. He's made us two theme songs. We're four yeah. episodes. This is five episodes and we have two theme songs. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a record. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. Go down in history. But uh, if you guys want to support the podcast, uh, follow on Spotify and do all the good podcast things. I don't think we've ever said to do that, but you can do all the good no. podcast things that you've heard you every other that. podcaster say. Yeah. Spotify and Apple Music and reviews and all that good stuff. But uh, yeah. this week we're talking about sharks heck yeah we discovered mutually that it is our collective favorite animal mm-hmm. so today we're gonna talk about why that is yes this podcast <laughs> spirit animal is a shark heck yeah so to start i have done more research than i probably should have <laughs> and i have a brief history of shark and man I'm not going to go into the boring stuff you already know. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about the megalodon. Like, you know that shit. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to talk. Once. Yeah, we've seen Shark. we all seen Shark Week at some point. Yeah. You know. So I'm going to talk a little bit about sharks and man. So uh, this is, we're going to start with 484 BC before Christ as we, <laughs> so we know it. yeah the first written account of a shark attack is found in erodotos which is how i learned to pronounce it in assassin's creed odyssey (laughs) description of hordes of monsters devouring the shipwrecked sailors of the persian fleet in 725 before christ the first representation of a shark human encounter was discovered drawn on a vase in 1569 This is a big gap there from 725 BC to 1569. The first use of the word shark in English occurred. Previously, English sailors and fishermen used the term sea dog or the Spanish tiburon. It could possibly be from the German shork, which is a variant of shirk, which means scoundrel or villain. (laughs) They've been painting sharks in a bad light for a long time. They really have. Monsters, villains. Uh, 70, 1776, white sharks were first described in a journal while stories of monster sharks persisted in ship's logs. <laughs> Early 1800s, we get the first major modern work on classifying sharks. Early 1900s, the first person to study the biology of sharks emerges, Eugene Gudger. 
go Eugene. Mid 1900s is where things kick off because um, the it was wartime and the U.S. Navy was noticing that their shipwrecked sailors weren't doing so well in open waters. USS so, Indianapolis. Yeah, and I have a lot of facts about that as well, mm-hmm. but we can go into that later. Ooh, um, <laughs> and I have a feeling you're going to paint it in a different light than me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the U.S. Navy started a lot of research into shark behavior and uh, why they were picking off so many sailors. And then in 1974, we get the novel Jaws, which I want to ask you, Ben, have you seen Jaws? Yes, I have. Okay, good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Love that movie. So as you're probably aware, then that novel sparked a lot, it sparked a huge decline in shark population because shark fishing became a thing. And the rogue shark theory got into the zeitgeist. People started to think, oh, they're just mindless killing machines. I better kill them before they kill me. So that caused some problems. And that forced NOAA in 1992 to start implementing conservation strategies and fishing regulations. And that's kind of where we are now. So it took us like, what? We're just getting out of thinking they're all monsters. Yeah. 1992 was not that long ago. Okay, but to be fair to sharks, if you didn't know what a shark was, and then all of a sudden people were just getting devoured at sea, you'd be like, monster, monster. Yeah, oh, sure. But the fact that it was 1974, you would think some more uh, science was happening behind the scenes, (laughs) but no, it was all Peter Benchley's novel and then Steven Spielberg's film. And then people were like monsters again. <laughs> yeah, that was like, that was back when like, you know how like Tide Pods can become a big thing because <laughs> it's big on TikTok. Yep. Like then you had to write a book. You had to write a book <laughs> and hope that went viral. <laughs> Imagine if TikTok existed back then, how much worse it would have been. <laughs> With that said, you know, we're already getting into the whole like sharks or monsters, um, which we will talk more about, but why then are sharks our favorite animals? Why you like them? Okay, that is a that is a good place to open up. I will say that sharks are my favorite animal because they're badass. <laughs> sharks are badass. They're badass animals. That's what they are. Yeah. Uh, and do they sometimes do they have a bad image in uh, history? Yeah, yeah. You know, people think they're scary. People think they're monsters. But ultimately, I think sharks are the coolest animals because one, ocean, coolest environment, and they are kind of the top dogs of that environment. So I just automatically am like the coolest animal in the coolest environment, obviously sharks. Yeah, I don't disagree. Uh, I think that that's probably the basis of my love for them as well. Mm -hmm. But then on top of that i'm like oh they're beautiful majestic creatures and <laughs> we need to conserve the species <laughs> they are they are very beautiful animals and it always blows my mind how many there are like since we we're doing this i like mm-hmm. looked up like different kinds of sharks for the first time since i was like eight years old you know and i was like <laughs> there's so many and they look so different and cool and there's so many different kinds and just that idea of like it's the closest thing to like a dinosaur. I feel like we have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which 
it's it's related but like were you one of those kids who was super into paleontology when you were little because of jurassic park (laughs) not because of jurassic park because my parents wouldn't let me watch that oh that doesn't surprise me but i did you bet your fucking ass (laughs) i have done one of those dinosaur fossil egg oh hell yeah gift shops Mm -hmm. so fucking cool about it (laughs) yeah i was the kid whose older brother was obsessed with Jurassic Park. So I and I got all the hand-me-downs and stuff. So big into dinosaurs, which leads me to big into sharks as well, because yeah. you're right. They are like living dinosaurs. What else is that massive and powerful and dangerous? I Okay, here's a, here's a question. Do you like sharks? Because sharks are an animal that I feel like we don't understand. I feel like yeah. I can- under, I can like understand a dog, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like I get it. It's he breathes air, he walks on four legs, but like even down to like how a shark breathes, I don't know. I can't fully comprehend what that's like, you know? Mm-hmm. That's definitely part of it. I am very fascinated with all things related to the ocean, uh, as everybody in the world who knows me knows. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I went to school for marine science. I did drop out, but uh, <laughs> we love um, a dropout. We love, love a dropout a drop on this out. podcast. But it was not necessarily because I didn't find it interesting. It was more that the the major I chose like had nothing to do with marine biology, which is what I was most interested in. Yeah. So you know, while they're trying to teach me about seafloor mapping and how the weather affects the seas, I'm over here like, can I learn about sharks now? <laughs> There's a part where I see sharks. Yeah. I'm paying how much a weird year intuition? Let me touch yeah. a shark. But like, I did learn some interesting things while in school, and a lot of that is that just so much of the ocean remains unexplored and everything in the ocean is fucking terrifying. <laughs> so I have a healthy respect for all creatures of the ocean. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to ask you a question that a friend of mine asked me and my own answer surprised me. Um, so I know that you do not live near the ocean, but if given the opportunity, would you go in the ocean? Like if there was like a chance to live in the ocean? Not live, but like, say you go to the beach. Are you just standing on the shore? Are you taking a boat or are you swimming in the ocean? I have a dream to swim with sharks. I okay, so bad. I want to be in the ocean. I want to scuba dive. I That world I want to be in for as okay. humanly possible. So my when I was asked this, I had a moment where I was like, no, <laughs> I don't want to be in the ocean. You're an appreciate from afar, gal. Exactly. I'll be on a boat. I'll mm-hmm. go to an aquarium. I'll go to the beach. I'll stand on the shore and look at the ocean. I don't want to be in the ocean. That's their domain. <laughs> that doesn't belong to me. Don't you want to go over to your friend's house, dude? No. Dude, I want to go see how they hang out. I want to just. But there. I will say. If given the opportunity to go cage diving, I would 100% do that. And I should be very clear. That is what I think of as diving with sharks. And okay. I'm realizing the other version makes me seem <laughs> way cooler than I actually am. Would be terrified to swim a, with sharks. Yeah, it's a little more devil may care. I know you, you in our sports episode, we talked about how you'll die out there, but I don't know if you want to die in the ocean by shark. 
Well, okay. Actually, there is a part of me that's like, uh, you were just talking. Hey, we we were just talking about how sharks are these monsters. People view them as monsters. <laughs> Don't you think that like diving with sharks, you see videos of people doing it. It is like a you respect and you're in there. Thing. Oh yeah. Or is that the same as like someone who's like, oh, I'm gonna get a picture of this bear. <laughs> uh, it probably depends on the species, honestly, because there are definitely pretty aggressive species of sharks that I would not be eager to dive into the water with, but I'm sure you could have a relatively peaceful experience if you're certified and experienced in scuba. <laughs> okay. Here's my question. Would you dive with a whale shark? Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. I don't feel dude. like there's any danger there. That, that kind of launches us into favorite sharks. And I know, Do I know you're partial to the, sure. <laughs> yeah, I am partial to the whale shark. You're goddamn right. That is okay. It is a toss up. I should say I have three favorite sharks and they're all for different reasons. Oh shit. Okay. Whale sharks are the most beautiful shark. I feel like they're the most majestic. They're the mm -hmm. most like I look at that animal and I feel more at peace. You know? <laughs> yeah. Blue sharks. I love me a blue shark. Oh, a good blue shark. Why? Blue because they're beautiful. They have that nice, like, they have that, like, uh, it, it looks like a, a car paint job. It looks like <laughs> it, it does. got fucking blasted over the top, and I love that. That's like uh, grandma's sedan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the, they were, they were either going to be blue sharks or grandma's <laughs> sedan sharks. <laughs> Let me name things. Uh, the gray white shark is called big and cuddly shark is the big and cuddly <laughs> shark right there no i would call him like chompy chompy <laughs> what would you call a hammerhead shark or did they knock it out of the park on that first I think try? that one's pretty solid <laughs> i don't know what else you'd call that it's like wonky eyes <laughs> wonky eyes fuck yeah. up shark <laughs> No one's proud Mistake. of you, shark. <laughs> you just really fucking hate that every other shark is beautiful, wonderful, wild tiger Thank shark. God's mistake. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I think hammerhead sharks are beautiful. Hammerheads are They're cool. all beautiful. And then I'm also like basic, basic boy, love me a great white shark because mm -hmm. they are the most, I feel like, iconic shark because of jobs. Yeah, for sure. What about you? I don't have that sharks. many favorites. Yeah, uh -huh. my... I am the basic boy as well. And I got the great white and, but I'll tell you why. And I think this, uh, in context makes sense. So where I live, I'm about 40 minutes from coast. Um, okay. and the coastal area that I live near is called Bodega Bay. Um, there is something called the red triangle and that is, it's a triangle-shaped region off the coast of Northern California, extending from Bodega Bay, which is north of San Francisco, out slightly beyond the Farallon Islands, and down to Big Sur and south of Monterey. So that area is known for great white sharks. Um, so about, it says about 38% of recorded great white shark attacks on humans in the United States have occurred within the Red Triangle and also 11% of the worldwide total. So it's a booming area for this particular species. I have had a lot of exposure to not sharks in general, but like stories of attacks and- yeah. um, Sightings and scary yeah. moments. 
And like, I've been to the Farallon Islands. Um, they, it's like a, it's an elephant seal breeding ground. Yeah. I've seen that on a short so, documentary before. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So um, it is a, like a, a really, really interesting area to live in because I'm so close to, to everything yeah, and uh, a lot of, a lot of marine history. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're into the great white shark. So is, is it, okay. That's a good question then. I am uh, mm-hmm. Nebraskan. Like we've established, mm-hmm. I don't have any ties to the ocean. Do you feel like a cultural, is it like a cultural thing there? Like people talking about great white sharks and it's like, like the same way that like maybe my town would talk about, oh, the raccoons this season are really <laughs> tearing up the crops. Is it like, oh, the great whites got one person or there's a great white sighting? It's definitely in the zeitgeist. I wouldn't say it's specifically only great whites, but, um, you know, one of the most popular things to do out here on summer vacation or on a day off is go to the coast. You know, as soon as COVID eased up enough for people to leave the house, you couldn't get near the coast. It was awful. So, you know, of course, people are checking the news before they go to be like any attacks recently. Mm -hmm. That's, very much a thing like I get not necessarily alerts but I log on to Facebook and the news will tell me if there's a recent shark attack it is definitely something that's always out there (laughs) that okay I just realized the perfect parallel to Nebraska we have bobcats oh and there's every year around a certain time Everyone starts talking about, oh, did you hear? There's a bobcat sighting out by old Bill's land. He saw a bobcat <laughs> running around his field. Keep your kids in. You know, you be safe. Yeah. Out there at night. They'll take them. I've seen it. <laughs> That's how they talk about it. And I feel like every, now I'm just realizing every kind of part of America, I hope, has an animal that sometimes yeah. attacks people. Oh, yeah. Everyone we, talks about I mean, it. not to get too off subject, but we also have mountain lions. <laughs> Oh, you guys have, have a real lot of dangerous things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and especially where I live. <laughs> what do you move? We need Felicia needs to move. Felicia needs I don't to move. wanna. <laughs> You're like, I like the danger. I like going I, outside. I don't leave my house, so it's fine. <laughs> I don't go in the between, ocean. Between me and you, you're more likely to use a spear, you know? <laughs> You have more of a purpose for a spear in your life than I have in mine. And uh, on paper, it does not look like that would be the case. That's that's fair, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of which, I have a spear. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I oh, yeah. I wouldn't be that surprised, I don't think. Yeah. It would be dumb. Um, I don't want a spear now. <laughs> so I know you don't live near ocean, but have you been to an aquarium? Do you have like a local aquarium? So this brings up something that I almost blurted out earlier in the podcast. <laughs> I'm happy okay. with it until now. Uh, do you know about the Omaha Zoo? No. The Omaha Zoo. And guess what, San Diego? You can fuck right off. <laughs> has one of the like n- worldwide renowned zoos is oh, located okay. in Omaha, Nebraska. And specifically, they have one of the dopest tunnels. You know those aquarium tunnels? Mm -hmm. And so almost every year I get pumped and I go and I just sit in that aquarium tunnel and watch all the sharks. 
Like, no joke, <laughs> if that stuff in April and you end up coming to Nebraska. I was just going to say, can we please do that if we visit? Yes, 100%. You got to see. It's just such a dope zoo. But yes, and I love it. I love the aquarium aspect. Have you been to the San Diego Aquarium or anything like I've that? I've been to the San Diego Zoo once, but it's not super close to me because California is stupid big. Ugh. But um. I have, I live near San Francisco, so they have smaller aquariums that I've frequented. They have like the touch pools where you can like touch a ray and a sea sponge and that shit. Um, I love them. They are definitely overpriced for how small they are, (laughs) but every once in a while, it's fun. And there's also the San Francisco Zoo, but that's not as impressive. Most of my aquarium experience is when I was in college because I went to Cal State Monterey Bay and Monterey has a very famous aquarium um the monterey bay aquarium <laughs> Monterey Bay. so yeah it's very cool i will say it's really really hard to keep sharks in captivity mm-hmm. um especially larger breeds just because i mean they're hard to catch they're hard to transport their whole body is made up of cartilage so they their bone they have no bones to support their weight if they're lifted out of the water yeah um plus they have what's called lateral lines that they use for electroreception and any kind of like metal or man-made objects in their tank can like fuck them up. So, yeah. So, you know, it's a little bit of a bummer that you don't get to go to an aquarium and really see very impressive sharks, but I also completely understand. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, I have that too. That That's one thing I like about the Omaha zoo. They have such a, big aquarium that they have some decent size sharks in mm-hmm. their like tunnel uh yeah but there is that part of me that like a lot of things in life have to go right you have to be in a part where it's like makes sense and you live a life where you're allowed to do these kind of fun things that are luxuries but i right. do have a goal like swimming in the ocean in a shark uh cage and seeing a great white in person Oh my goodness, dude. It's it's just like a bucket list. Yeah. The one of the most off-putting parts of that for me is not the experience itself. It's one, the cost. Here it's like 800 bucks. Jesus. Yeah. Two, they do not guarantee that you're gonna see sharks and they will not refund you if you don't. (laughs) Oh my god. So you gotta have some money to throw away if you want to do cage diving. That's like a bucket list thing. That's what I mean by like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of things have to go right. That's such yeah, a yeah for sure. That's what it is. That ultimate. Um, uh, it's like the animal version of I. I you have to love them because they don't love you back type of deal. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Like, I love these animals and have no access to them. You know. Yeah, and they only get a bad rap. You know, there's. There's one good shark movie, and that is Jaws. I like Deep Blue Sea. It is not a good movie. No, no. <laughs> uh, and then everyone, every other one is trash. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not necessarily enjoyable trash, but they're not good movies. There's no good shark representation out there. <laughs> no, and I totally agree. I totally, As far as like storyline goes, the only good one is Jaws. But mm-hmm. I do love the subgenre of shitty shark movie. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some bad ones. Um, Jesse and I, 
speaking of the person who made our theme song, recently watched a movie called Santa Jaws, which we found incidentally just while we were looking for something else and decided to watch after seeing the first five minutes because it looked promising. And then it just was not, it felt like a Disney Channel original movie with shark violence. That was, it was so bizarre. Like the vibe was like a kid who, the, the plot is a kid gets a magic pen for Christmas from his grandpa and the pen brings things to life. And he and his friend have this comic called Santa Jaws and he like draws out the shark and it's suddenly alive and hunting down his whole family. So it's like, <laughs> like a magical Disney Channel plot with a kid and then just his whole family is being picked off by the worst <laughs> animated shark. <laughs> but that had to come from someone's brain. That had it to- did. So had to go, I, how, how do we make how do we make this how do we add some conflict to this child's life oh the magic pen will of make course. the shark antagonist appear and you know i don't even hate the premise it just was such a not fun movie we didn't laugh once <laughs> oh it's like a shitty shitty movie not a shitty yeah movie. exactly i think if you're gonna make a bad shark movie you at least have to make it entertaining like you have to be self-aware enough to know that you're making a shitty movie and you just want to make people laugh. Can you imagine if like you were in a room and someone was pitching a movie involving (laughs) sharks and then they were like, and you were like, okay, so we're going to do that like kind of play on like, oh, it's a shitty shark movie and we're really Mm going to lean into it. And they're like, no, I'm dead fucking serious (laughs) about this shark movie. I wanted to win. I wanted to win awards this shark movie. That's what this felt like. Shawshank Redemption, more like Shaw Shark Redemption. Okay, that's what this oh, is gonna be. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, Add that to the set. <laughs> was that it? Was that it? oh fucking then cough? Was that a do that joke on stage joke right there, Felicia? Yeah, it was. Damn, the first one. <laughs> the first. I knew I was gonna get one. The first one. Uh, hell yeah, dude. Um. Here's a fear that you have not experienced that I'm excited to introduce you to. Oh, good. I was excited to talk about in regards to sharks. And this is the Midwesterner fear that exists. And I don't know if you know it exists of lake sharks. Oh, I did. I mean, lake sharks do exist. Freshwater sharks are a thing. They are a thing. (laughs) Not in Nebraska. (laughs) No. But... And this has happened so it's like it's it, it, when you spring up lake sharks to like Midwesterners, some, a lot of people will understand what you mean. But like after we watched Jaws and we didn't have an ocean to be afraid of, we just became afraid of lakes. <laughs> a body of water. <laughs> it's like if you couldn't see where your feet were, you were like, I'm getting dragged under the water any moment now. And it's the thing to even this day, I feel a unsettlingness to having my feet dangling in water that I cannot see at lakes where I still have this underlying, like I can't act on it, but I still have a like unrational, irrational fear of lake sharks. There's definitely more than one movie out there where somehow like a person who was keeping a shark as a pet releases it into a lake and it breeds somehow. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Somehow yeah. accidentally a salt truck accidentally dumps a load of salt into the lake. And they're like, yeah. I guess this is a salt water lake now. Hope that doesn't cause any issues. And then a guy accidentally releases sharks. 
oh there were shark eggs in the tank of water like yeah Yeah, there was shark eggs in that salt there's there's got to be a shark in a lake somewhere yeah Yeah. you're like hey midwesterners be scared actually yeah yeah, you should (laughs) i wonder what the predators in that lake actually are um snakes snakes and snapping turtles I mean, that's, that's fair. I wouldn't go in that water probably. Well, we got it. We got to get tubing <laughs> somehow. That's fair. Yeah. How can I do my favorite party trick, which is hiding a beer in my swimsuit and then getting on a wakeboard and then pulling the beer out of my swimsuit and chugging it while wakeboarding and making all the friends on the boat laugh. How else can Nebraska I Nebraska is different. Yeah. <laughs> You haven't done that ever in your life, Felicia? Oh, what? <laughs> you haven't lived then. Uh-huh. You yeah, I can't wait. The crisp blue mountains of a Coors Light and <laughs> chug it and then smash the can on your head all while riding a longboard behind a boat that isn't meant to tow longboard oh, wakeboards. Damn. I I would laugh, I think. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm not trying to die. Well, when you come out to Nebraska, we'll go to the aquarium and I'll chug a beer on a wakeboard. Uh, Great. Somehow. Uh, <laughs> what other shark questions? <laughs> um, I don't really have any other shark questions, but both of us have gathered some shark facts. Yes. And I think we're going to maybe take turns and try to impart some knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> From exchange, yes. Do you want me to give the first uh, yeah, sure. shark fact? Yeah. Um. Okay. Do you want me to intro Sharks. it? <laughs> <laughs> and go into a trance. When flipped upside down on their bellies, they can. <laughs> I'm gonna shark fact. Did I forget about shark facts until right now and just look up a list? Yes, yes, I did. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Did I think I was yeah. gonna try to get away with it? Oh yeah, you bet your ass I did. I was like, can you not find where you put it? Or <laughs> the notes I wrote down about sharks are uh, respect for the ocean, lake sharks. And then a, a link to an article I found about shark attacks and then one that I want to talk about. Um, I have some shark facts. Now, I'm, gonna, I'm very curious to see if any of the ones that you just happened to find online will surprise me. And my answer is probably no. Um, <laughs> so I'll start with one that I did find on most sites, and that's sharks can go through. I found a couple of different answers on this, but 20 to 30,000 teeth in their lifetime. That is a good one because the classic, like they have teeth behind their teeth that are mm-hmm. gone out. And they're always losing them. Always losing teeth. Yep. Okay. And then you think about that for humans. That would be weird as fuck as a human. <laughs> sure what? That would be strange. Can you imagine having too many teeth? I don't want to think about having too many teeth. I don't either. Dude, that's a shark's <laughs> life. He wakes up every day and goes, ah, oh, fuck, I have too many teeth. God damn. And so he gets rid of some and then they just come back. 
I got to find a fish and get rid of some of these teeth. Uh, um, you want to find are, another one? Uh, you think I didn't already grab one? You think I haven't done this in so many classes? Mm -hmm. uh, blue sharks are really blue. Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah, the blue sharks. <laughs> Grandma Sedan. <laughs> uh, uh, from uh, uh, yeah, they're uh, they're Grandma Sedan, and blue sharks displays a brilliant blue color on the upper portion of its body, and is normally snowy white beneath. The oh, mako that I did not know. And the poor beagle sharks also exhibit a blue coloration, but it is not nearly as brilliant as that of a blue shark. Wow. You think I'm that poor. In life, most sharks are brown, olive, or grayish, but not the blue shark. They're blue, and you can. You think I'm that poor. Thank you, Arthur. <laughs> okay, my next shark fact is sharks don't have vocal cords. They can't make noises. So they can't They're the sing? silent killers. They can't sing. They can't even. Oh, that's why I've never thought of a shark not being able to roar. Nope. So they make no, that's so. They, they do dumb. not make noise, um, which will, which very much contradicts what Santa Jaws tried to tell us is that sharks can go ho, ho, ho. They cannot, they do not oh. have vocal cords. You've truly poked plot holes in that movie. Congratulations, <laughs> Felicia. No other ones, just that. And I was totally on board until the shark gave this ho, ho, ho. And as we know, sharks don't have vocal cords. Mm -hmm. Trying to pull if they did, they would, Hollywood. <laughs> they would definitely say ho, ho, ho if they could. Oh, 100%. What's the first yeah. word a shark would say if it did have vocal cords? Is <laughs> 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 like shark noise? It's a great advancement in science. We have been able to give sharks vocal cords. And we have uh, we have uh, Chompy, the great white, uh, here, and we've given him vocal cords. And for the first time, we're going to speak. Uh, Chompy, what, what do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> All right. That is, uh, we put 20 years of research into getting this. You joke, but that's exactly what happened with the fucking mummy. <laughs> I know. We just stole the mummy bit. We just yeah. ripped the mummy bit completely. Yeah. <laughs> I realized that halfway through. I was like, oh, we're ripping the mummy bit. Yeah, that's it happens. Hey, yeah, parallel <laughs> thinking. What do you guys sue us? Dynamic banter. Sue us. Go ahead and try. <laughs> My sister's a lawyer. Bring it. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Good. We're probably going to need her at some point. <laughs> we get in a legal battle with Welcome to Our Podcast Incorporated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, I need to have a shark fact, don't I? Mm hmm. Um, do you need one from me while you uh, find your notes? <laughs> Actually, did you know not all sharks have the same teeth? I mean, I could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't all share the same teeth. Uh, wow. Sharks have very pointed teeth, while white sharks uh, have premolars. Interesting. I made that up. No, you did not. Yeah, I did. I, I mean, there's no way they have premolars. That's our teeth. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. And then you can't. <laughs> you have <laughs> broken the sacred realm of shark facts. We cannot tell lies in this shark facts segment. 
That fact was not fun. It was a lie. It was a lie. <laughs> Fake yeah. fan. Here's the thing. It does say sharks don't all have same teeth. Uh, yeah. And then um, I added the premolar part. Wow. Um, well, I, how can I trust anything you tell me now? The trust has been broken on <laughs> You can trust me. And I will let you know that sharks have two penises. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a fact that I will happily share with anybody at any time. The science is that <laughs> males have two what they call claspers, which are attached to the pelvic fin. So there's two of them because they have two pelvic fins. And from what I've read, they don't use them both at the same time, but can use either or. <laughs> so it's like just so that they can fuck as quick as possible depending which side left penis uh, or right penis <laughs> like twix it's like twix <laughs> so all the girl sharks are like i like right dicks i like left dicks personally we don't i mean maybe they would if they had vocal cords this is what sharks can't say. Give mm -hmm. a voice to sharks. Let them on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Um, here we go. Each whale shark's spot pattern is unique as a fingerprint. Beautiful. That is beautiful, and that's confirmed real. And that's a shark fact. That's. <laughs> I think on that, boy. <laughs> Um, sharks can go three months without food. Oh, that is kind of dope. Yeah. I guess, I mean, I bet you they wouldn't like to, though. No, I doubt it's their preference, but they can. Damn, that'd be a cool party trick. Yeah. That's most of the, sh the fun shark facts I have. I think now might be a good time to segue into something we've been swimming around, I'll say. <laughs> And that is our take on whether sharks are majestic, beautiful animals or um, bloodthirsty killers. That is a very good one. Um, I don't think they're bloodthirsty killers to humans. Okay. They are bloodthirsty killers. <laughs> Let's be real. Come on. Everyone's got to eat. They got to eat. And it's like a part of a very natural thing. Here's, here's my thing around it. When a human gets attacked by a shark, guess what? That is sad, and I feel bad. And uh, also, it's a shark. What do you? Yeah. Did you ask it to stop and it didn't? Oh, that's because it's a shark. <laughs> Sorry, you're in its you're in its area. You wanna you wanna be cool and surf? Guess what? You also might get eaten by a shark. Okay, that's that's why I don't go in the ocean because I'm like I don't blame a shark for biting people. You went to their house uninvited. Yeah. There is a yeah. There's a problem. It's like yeah, they are fucking scary. They are. Hmm? Oh they, yeah. They're they're at home. <laughs> that's their domain. Yeah, that's that's where they live. Uh, I don't know. I I guess it's it's a mixture of both for me. I think yeah. their majesticism is also encapsulated. In Majesticism. their <laughs> Okay. Th really? That's respectable. I really thought you were going to come out hard with like, 
they're the badasses of the sea because they're sea murderers. They fucking are, dude. And that's also true. That is also true. I think they, they are definitely the, the, the scariest part about the ocean, except for the water itself. And the water is pretty fucking scary, honestly. What, okay, but what is your view of sharks? I know you've explained it's kind of a cultural, you love the ocean, you love all the mystery, but mm-hmm. if you can get into more of the specifics of yeah. what you love about the beauty of a shark. So I'll, I'll use a couple things to dispute the mindless killers argument. And uh, one of them is that typically when a shark attacks a human, it is a bite, not like I'm eating you. <laughs> and it's like an exploratory bite. But unfortunately, that's all it takes sometimes to make someone bleed to death. So they didn't mean to. They were just curious, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was an accident. I'm sorry I spilled all your blood. <laughs> so that's that's one of my points. The other is that sharks are opportunist. <laughs> sharks are opportunistic scavengers, right? Yes. So if they smell blood or something dead, they're gonna try to eat it. Um, not necessarily everything. They can definitely be like that smells too dead for me. <laughs> but um, they. So this is kind of going back to we mentioned before the USS Indianapolis. For people who don't know, um, it was a a warship that was coming back from a top secret mission. So it wasn't on anybody's radar. So people didn't know to look for it. It was torpedoed and sunk. There were a hundred or sorry, a thousand one hundred and ninety-five crewmen on board when it went down. Three hundred went down with the ship, and only three hundred and sixteen survived. So that means five hundred and seventy-nine people died from a combination of exposure, dehydration, saltwater poisoning, and shark attacks. Shark attacks. So the reason for that, now I will, I will say this was the most, like the, the most shark attacks at any one point in history. Yeah. Um, but the reason for that is all the sharks were drawn to the, there were hundreds of sharks for one. It wasn't just like one shark picking up, picking off people. Um, they also say that the actual number of people who were killed by sharks ranges from a few dozen to 150 out of those 579. So it wasn't all sharks. Um, they were drawn to the water at the site because of the sound of the explosions, but also the scent of blood in the water already. Yeah. So what they do, because they are scavengers, is they started picking off the people who were already dead or wounded so they're being good guys about it yeah they're going for the weakest you know if you're fine and in perfect health you probably weren't as in as much danger you know yeah. we're um, talking about sharks like conservatives <laughs> talk about covid <laughs> yeah. no don't make this terrible <laughs> hey, listen i if you have a good immune system sharks aren't gonna yeah. attack you okay you're fine there's a literally you twist a my beautiful words <laughs> my beautiful research you made it something nasty what have you done <laughs> ben is here to lie and slander <laughs> 
Okay, but besides that, <laughs> sharks, they did just, so they're just picking people. That is a terrifying existence. I, I don't mm-hmm. know how I would handle. I would definitely be like, a shark, please take me. I'm a weak one. I'm a weak one in that sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have died for sure. Yes. But uh, <laughs> um, another thing about that, though, is that the two types of sharks that they attribute to all those deaths are the oceanic white tip and the tiger shark. And both of them are particularly aggressive species of sharks. I will say the oceanic white tip has every right to be because the oceanic white tip is the shark that's hunted for its fin to make shark fin soup out of. So he's got some revenge on his mind, probably. I'm not and then, mad anymore. Yeah, I don't blame him. Um, and then tiger sharks are just known as the garbage can of the ocean because they'll eat anything. <laughs> yeah, they're going to get a few of them. Yeah. So that is, that is, I, I, I guess it's one of those things where like, yeah, it sucks. And that's terrifying. And Mm -hmm. I feel the gut instinct is like, sharks are these monsters, but like, that's like the closest they've gotten to like God, basically sprinkling fish chips a hundred percent in their It's not their preferred food, but I mean, they're, they're gonna go for it. That's a lot of stimulation. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'll stab someone for a McRib. I can't blame a shark for fucking. (laughs) But I'm going to, I guess, close out that segment with some charts that I've compiled here. (laughs) One second. Uh, You've never explained what you think is beautiful about sharks. You've said you've you've given some opposing points to the uh, why they are not bloodthirsty killers, but they are Mm -hmm. badass. And they're just doing what sharks do. But when I mean, you- for, for all the reasons, yeah, for all the reasons that we've said, just the fact that they're incredibly majestic, they live in this, like, beautiful hellscape, <laughs> let's be honest. That's such a um, good way to put it. <laughs> um, they are, like, living dinosaurs, they're enormous, um, and I think, like, there's a certain amount of healthy respect there, right, because you're like, I don't want to be attacked by you but I understand that if I am it was probably my fault (laughs) I was in your territory so I'm just gonna like leave you alone and admire you from afar and let you do your thing and that's very much how I feel about sharks um but like I think part of it might have also been like as a female everyone's like oh my favorite animal is the butterfly and I'm like that's lame (laughs) your mom has a tattoo above her ass of one dude (laughs) you know it uh so i'm like yeah no i'm not gonna pick a fucking sparrow or a butterfly or some girly ass shit i'm gonna pick alligators and sharks (laughs) fuck yeah you are (laughs) yeah so i think that's probably part of it too (laughs) yeah a little bit of like, no, but wait, these are the dopest. Why do I have exactly. to for these animals? These are the coolest ones. What other animal has a whole dedicated week out of the year? That's also a very good point. Fuck yeah. I feel like America has a shark vaccination. Uh, and this is the first mm-hmm. podcast giving you uh, the wholesome shark look, which is just like, just let <laughs> sharks be, you know? We're not yeah. you know, sharks. We just want you to love sharks and understand that we love them this much. Exactly. And I was one of those kids who, I mean, I watched like Disney and Nickelodeon, sure, but I was also watching Animal Planet constantly. Yeah. 
and yeah. like Steve Irwin and Jeff Corwin. <laughs> Fuck yeah. The most wholesome people. Um, so that's that's part of it as well, is I just saw so much, so many like nature programs and they were always narrated by the most wholesome people and it was all about conservation of the species and shark week has some of that and it also has some like killer sharks shark attacks survivors that Ooh. kind of stuff too yeah so it can be a little problematic maybe adding some not so positive things to shark lore the shark but thing. uh but yeah hey. i think like growing up thinking that they were like majestic beautiful creatures because that's what jeff Corwin and steve Irwin told me <laughs> yes they started yeah. changing the narrative okay so these shark charts what are yes. these shark charts the charts I have are from the University of Florida, and it's just kind of an overall view of what shark attacks on people actually look like. So they measured all, they, they gathered all this data on all the shark attacks that had been recorded in the States and outside of the States as well. And they compiled all of those incidents into, um, Wow, I just lost my everything there. So provoked or unprovoked. Okay. Um, so if, you know, if the person was clearly antagonizing the shark, that's a provoked attack. Yeah. <laughs> if it, it was just someone happened to be out in the water and they got attacked, that's going to be unprovoked. So just looking at the numbers here, in the USA, there were 33 on uh, this i will also say this calendar year is 2020 i didn't i did not see 2021 so in 2020 there were 33 unprovoked shark attacks in the united states only three of which were fatal and if you want to do you want to go ahead and guess which state had the most shark attacks florida yes of course <laughs> um, uh, the most unprovoked or provoked um, I think in general, but I'm looking specifically at unprovoked here. It's 16 out of 33 in Florida. Of course. Because sharks are like, also mm. none of the fatal ones somehow. <laughs> they fucking live in Florida, dude. They that's yeah. their shit. They're like, we get beat the fuck down, and we are mm -hmm. sometimes gar we have some garb not everyone. <laughs> we have some garbage fire people here. Yeah, and, uh, they get attacked by sharks, and then they just have a cool story to tell at the bar next time they're getting high. Hundred percent. Yeah, they're like, uh, no big deal. <laughs> but also, probably the type of sharks uh, have something to do with it because if you're in California and you get attacked by a great white shark, you're probably not gonna make it out. <laughs> not by that um, guy. So the other chart is like the whole world, <laughs> right? So in 2020 there were a total number of 57 unprovoked bites throughout the world and only 10 of those were fatal. Okay. So one calendar year, 10 people died from shark attacks. That's even a little high. Generally, I think it's three to four. So you're more likely to die. <laughs> I've read statistics. You're more likely to die by a cow or a vending machine than you are from a shark bite <laughs> vending machine nato doesn't have as good of a ring though so. sure doesn't cow nato though i might watch that <laughs> that's just twister that's just twister <laughs> uh, yeah 
<laughs> that uh, okay. So, and then the third chart. That was the third chart. So I had the U.S., the world, and total. <laughs> does the U.S. kind of take the cake as like most shark shit happening? It does. Um, Australia is a close second because it also has a, a great white shark population. Okay. Um, and the rest of the world is at like one. So, you know, Australia and the U.S. are definitely leading the charts. Okay, so I have a question. You mm -hmm. live in an area where great white shark, not great white shark, but just shark attacks are more common and are commonplace. Mm -hmm. Can you put yourself in the mind space of what you would do if a shark attack happened to you? No, <laughs> I would just let it take me. Because <laughs> I like I've heard you're supposed to try to punch it in the nose like that's going to do anything. Um, I don't I guess it depends on where it grabs you. But yeah. I think at that point, you're just in shock. I think not even the fact that a shark is biting me, but the fact that I am underwater at this point, I'm gone. Like my soul has left my body. <laughs> Not that I don't swim, but like I'm in the ocean. I'm not breathing right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like I'm I, I don't imagine I would survive that encounter. You're not about to be like, I'm gonna learn how to fight a shark right now. No, I don't think so. Would you? I I don't know what I would do. There's two parts of me. There's the part of me that wants to believe I'm the guy who's like, I fucking fight till my life, Brad. <laughs> take me under, I'll take you on in your territory, you know? Uh -huh. But then there's the other part of me that's like, if I get grabbed by a shark and the second you your head is underwater, I feel like you accept your surroundings. Exactly. <laughs> go, I'm no, no more. I am yeah. no more. If I got to die, I think that's a pretty honorable death. I, yeah, I wouldn't mind going by shark attack. That would definitely no. make the news at least. Yeah. yeah. I will say I did accidentally leave off a part of this chart, and that was victim activity at the time of the attack. So the majority of the people who were attacked were surfing or doing some other kind of board sport. That 61% of these attacks were in the process of surfing or boarding of some sort. Swimming, only 26%. So I'm going to say my chances are better because I don't surf. <laughs> yeah, that definitely um, helps. I don't, yeah, I, I don't anticipate being attacked if I'm not going in the water or if I am just like waiting. <laughs> so this brings up a good question then. We touched on this earlier, but we've now had a much more full and in-depth conversation about sharks. Mm -hmm. Is there a world and a species of shark where you would free dive with knowing this information, knowing how rare it is, maybe not a great white, not a tiger shark, but is there like a species you see people swimming? Like, would you? I mean, whale like sharks. A... <laughs> I think that's your safest bet. But there isn't like a bitey shark you would, you would ever get in the water with knowingly? Like maybe a leopard shark because they're tiny. <laughs> You really punch that one in the nose. You yeah. really pluck that little some bitch. Honestly, I don't know the, what the more docile ones are. Definitely not tiger sharks, not bull, bull sharks, not white tips. <laughs> but I, I think, you. yeah, um, I'm sure there are more docile. And honestly, great whites, because they're, first of all, 
most of their like attack attacks are in deeper water I want to say I could be lying out my ass right now but I feel like they're easier to spot and I think that you I think they're pretty docile for the most part unless they're like actively hunting and unless you're seal shaped (laughs) so I think that you could have an interesting experience like free diving with great whites I wouldn't want to stay in the water for long and I'd feel much safer cage diving yeah but I think it's preferable to some other species (laughs) I just want to find a Something that could also be a Red Bull clip that you are willing to do. (laughs) I think the closest you're going to get is cage diving. Closest, dude. Yeah. Also, and this is another thing with, this is just also a fun shark fact that I have. Uh, (laughs) Sharks leading cause of chainmail production in our current society. I don't think that's true. Because it protects against sharks. And I saw it on Shark Week and I saw them put chainmail on and it protected them against shark bites. And so now I believe that fact that I just said and made up. You would be so heavy. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't float to the top. Then you're at the bottom with the sharks. I don't think that would protect you chain against most sharks. Oh, bullshit. Chainmail works. I fucking swear to God, chainmail works. I want you to go ahead and look up the bite pressure of a great white and you tell me that that couldn't pierce some <laughs> poorly welded metal chains okay first of all chainmail technology in 2021 <laughs> has advanced exponentially past your version of chainmail uh chainmail protect you mean cosplayers <laughs> the second google result chainmail protect against sharks like that stabbing and arrows are also <laughs> stabbing and arrows well you those are the only things you have to buy you know and yeah. it's very rare to be like oh man i my girl's ex-boyfriend is really into archery and he's super toxic i better get some <laughs> chain mail in case he shows up around the house yes chain mail is used to protect against shark bites for divers I say it's better than nothing yeah, I don't think it's full protection, but I would feel safer with chain mail. And to your point, I also agree. There's no way, like a great weight shark is fucking, you know, he's flossing <laughs> his teeth with that chain mail, you know? Yeah, for sure. But yeah, dude, hell yeah. So that, <laughs> I feel like we've, I feel like we've done sharks justice. I think so too. I feel like this is not one of our bullshit, bullshit episodes. <laughs> No, we came correct. You came correct. I might have done too much. I just love sharks, okay? Uh, You're like, and after this, you have a TED Talk to give. Yeah, exactly. Well, we hope we we filled the big, big shoes of Steve Irwin in your life this week on (laughs) Spell You Later, the podcast. We could never. Never. Dude, I fucking love that guy. He's such a good dude. Rest in peace. Love you, Steve. Um, yeah, dude, Steve. is there any other big shark things we got to talk about before we wrap up this episode? I feel like we're at the, no, I think, the I think that closes it in. nicely. <laughs> Why don't you try that one on stage? <laughs> if people start saying this to me outside of this podcast, because they're responding to my tweets with, why don't you try that on stage? Guess what? So mean. I have tried it on stage. That's why it's a tweet now. Okay. <laughs> Oh, shit. 
Um, yeah, dude, that's the fucking episode. Um, Felicia, where can they find us on social medias? We have a podcast Twitter account at Spell You Later PC. You can tweet at us on there. Um, per our last episode, if you would like to see Benny attempt to eat a banana to completion in two bites, he said he will make that video if one person expresses interest. Someone's so, got to ask for it. Someone's got to ask for it. Mm-hmm. Um, please don't. So yeah. there's that. Uh, you can find me at Felice3 on Twitter or Instagram. Yes, and you can find me on Instagram at Benny Putz. That's uh, P-U-T-Z. Uh, or on Twitter at Benny underscore Putz. And then follow the the uh, Twitter account. The Twitter account has been one of my, has been super fun. Yeah. Having a podcast Twitter account that we can interact with, that's been a blast. So that's dope. And seeing people mm-hmm. tweet stuff has been awesome. Realizing that people actually listen is fun. It's wild. It's <laughs> I almost want to apologize that this <laughs> maybe isn't the most entertaining for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> but we love sharks. sharks. Take a week off, I guess. Exactly. I feel like Frankie would appreciate this one and maybe not a whole lot of other people, but we'll see. This one's for you, Frankie. Shout Frankie. out, Frankie. <laughs> Next week, we're doing one on Bobcats. So I hope you like Bobcats. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, that's been Spell You Later, the podcast uh, with your hosts, ben, Benny and Felicia. Um, Heck yeah. We're two diametrically different people, <laughs> di- but similar past and finding future similarity. Humor. humor. <laughs> that's the wrong one. <laughs> Never seen hocus pocus. Morgan trick of treating on Halloween. Felicia uses crystals to focus. Pretty good. The energy rate getting <laughs> off the moonbeams. Their parents had them follow their We don't fade out the music, I just remembered. No. We want to hear it. I'll have to cut in now. Oh well. <laughs> think on that poor.